This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning to you folks. A lot is going on. I'm starting this hour with Maine, the situation in Maine. Police surrounded the house of the Maine shooting suspect, Robert Card, but no arrest as of yet. Uh, neighbors are describing him as someone who is capable of hiding for a very long time. Of course, we're dealing with the situation where word coming from the Pentagon of the U.S. military has launched strikes in Syria. We will update you on that. But as it relates to Maine, among the people that are are dead, at least 18 dead in the two uh, uh, separate shootings across uh, Maine, and uh, the shootings occurred at a bowling alley and a local bar and restaurant, according to Maine State Police. And so that's one of the stories that we are dealing with, Maine, but also we'll brief you on the uh, situation with the U.S. military uh, launching strikes in Syria in just a moment. Here's another story we're dealing with this morning. No, this is not Frank Sinatra's song, Come Fly With Me. Good riddance and don't let the door hit you on the way out to discourage migrants from staying in the Big Apple. New York City is now offering them a free one-way airline ticket out of town to anywhere in the world. I say that's cheaper, and it is, than what the city is paying for now. So, for example, the cost of a flight, even international, is less than the daily $394 per migrant cost that the city is facing now. But get this, folks. You want to talk about being taken to the cleaners? These migrants got it good. The city of New York pays for their laundry to be cleaned. You heard what I said. The city of New York pays for their laundry to be cleaned to the tune of $1.1 million. Taken to the cleaners. That's us getting over like a fat cat. Those are the, or cat, rat, whatever term you want to use, those are the migrants. We'll brief you on that. Jewish students, something we told you about last night, 
cornered in Cooper Union, the library, by pro-Palestinian protesters want the school president fired. They say that the president, it was a failure to protect them from a mob of pro-Palestinian protesters. And this is what it sounded like as they were locked in the library and the pro-Palestinian protesters were outside banging on the doors. They're chanting the pro-Palestinian supporters. And as you just heard, they're banging and banging and banging. Most reasonable people would not feel safe on the other side of, of that experience. And I don't know if the college president at Cooper Union should be fired, but somebody should be in serious trouble. The... Jewish students are stating that they didn't see any police. The NYPD is claiming police were there, but the police were in plain clothes. So it begs the question, if the NYPD happened to be at the protest and these students are damaging college property, why didn't the NYPD or campus security intervene? Especially while these students were under attack. We are going to open up the phone lines right now on this Friday morning, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And of course, the story that we are watching closely at this hour, the U.S. launches strikes on Iranian-linked targets in Syria in retaliation for drone attacks on U.S. military uh, bases. Defense Secretary Austin says the strikes were on two facilities in eastern Syria used by Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps and affiliated groups. And this all comes, the U.S. military action, amid rising tensions in the region over the conflict in Israel. So let's let's start with Maine. And let's let's put it let's put it on the table here, right? So this individual had some uh mental health issues and had been hospitalized. I am sick and tired of hearing there was a history with the individual that was released and then they went on a shooting spree. The American people are sick and tired of hearing about that. It defies logic. It defies logic that you're spending billions on migrants, illegal aliens that should not be here. But when it comes to dealing with mental illness, the American people are told 
we're sorry we had to close this facility. We're sorry we don't have enough beds. We're sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry. We're sorry. Yes, you are sorry. Your excuses are sorry. Because we the people, we are the ones, Americans are being attacked. You don't know when this is going to happen, the next attack, in terms of someone opening fire. So just a short time ago, police surrounded the house of the uh, shooting suspect, Robert Card, but no arrest yet. A neighbor says that he is capable of hiding for a long time. Among the dead, a bowling alley manager, a dad and 14-year-old son, among the 18 slain in Maine, separate shootings, and police are continuing to search for the suspect at this hour. The shooting's occurring at a bowling alley and a local bar and restaurant, according to the uh, Maine State Police. Now, the family of the suspect alerted police and military officials that he was experiencing an acute mental health episode before the Wednesday night massacre, according to his sister-in-law. So he's a firearms instructor, Robert Cart, 40 years old, longtime member of the army reserve. And according to what family members say, he began to hear voices that were saying horrible things about him a couple of months ago when he was fitted for high-powered hearing aids, according to his sister-in-law. Hearing voices. We've heard this story a million and one times. We will continue to hear this story a million and one times. And in the meantime... People are dying. People are dying horrible, horrible deaths. And so Mr. Card's mind was apparently twisted around these thoughts, and he thought that he was being humiliated. And family members are stating that they did their very best to reassure him that the voices did not happen. And so he's being described the suspect. And of course, throughout this hour, should anything uh, uh, break, we will of course uh, bring it to you. And uh, if it doesn't happen before 1am, of course, should anything break Frank Morano and the other side of uh, midnight, he will have the update on this uh, Friday morning. So according to his former army buddies, And we're going to get to what the city of New York is doing now with the migrants in just a moment, because I think it's a great idea. But he's a trained, trained marksman and a skilled outdoorsman. Which means he could have fled into the woods, making the hunt for him like a spider web. He could have killed himself. He could have got on his boat or a boat, and went down the uh, the river and um, 
According to documents, he enlisted in the military in 2002 and was hospitalized at the at a mental health facility in July after exhibiting bizarre behavior while at Camp Smith near the military academy at West Point. So that's the uh, the situation with there. And uh, let's start with your telephone calls this morning. Dominic Carter here with you on Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can also reach me on Twitter because we have a lot of calls, as as we often do. You can reach me and follow me at Dominic TV. And uh, we're taking your calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Al in Yonkers. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, Dominic. Good morning to you. Uh, you know, the suspect car up in Maine, uh, I'm sure he's an avid outdoorsman, and he probably has survival skills, uh, and he could stay in the woods probably in a long time, uh, if that's the case. We've seen that through the years. We've seen that with Ted Kwasinski, the Unabomber. He survived for many years in Montana. We've seen that in the South with Eric Rudolph, the abortion clinic bomber, who survived in the woods for about five years, uh, both domestic terrorists. The only thing that works against Mr. Carr today is that technology is so sophisticated with drones and all that I think his time to be able to uh, last in the woods would be uh, short. Agreed. And you know what? You know what, Al? I didn't consider the uh, drone issue. I guess I've got to get with it with technology. But you're right. Because they did have two of them on uh, on on the uh, in the air uh, over his home uh, tonight and this morning. So you're right. You know uh, these drones, to a degree, are game changers. And let's yes. hope that they're able to uh, to catch him. And of course, thank you for the call, Al. The thank uh, you. the NYPD, according to officials, are also on guard, as well as a number of um, communities and regions within the area. Uh, concerned that he may have uh, made it out, and uh, God only knows where he plans on traveling. But again, to one of our other stories, as I said, good riddance, don't let the door hit you on the way out. New York City, Mayor Eric Adams is now going to pay for migrants uh, if they are interested in a one-way airline ticket. Bye-bye. So Governor Abbott from Texas sends them here. Now Adams has finally gotten the message. It seems this is something he should have did from day one. Day one, he should have been out there and told those bus drivers, oh, no. With his police commissioner standing right there, turn right around. You can go anywhere you want to go, but you can't stay here. These buses have got to go. So now we find ourselves in this situation. And at least... It may be it may it may be late, but at least the city is doing something now rather than just giving these migrants a free ride. Oh, Dominic, you sound you sound anti migrant. No, no, you're welcomed here as long as you come the right way, like everybody else. You got to follow the rules, like everybody else. No free, free, free. No free health care, free hotel, free food, food that, that you like the way it's cooked back home. Free, free, free cell phone, free education for your kids. And now to the tune 
of $1.1 million paying for your dry cleaning. I don't even believe the city of New York pays for dry cleaning for our homeless. Why would you pay for their dry cleaning? Why would you pay for their clothes to be cleaned? They don't have any responsibility in this process. Come on, folks. Let's go to uh, Neil on Staten Island. Good morning, Neil. What's on your mind? Hey, Donick, before I mention the migrants, the thing about the main shooter, it's just unbelievable that a guy who checks into a mental hospital, they put him in a mental hospital for two weeks, he's saying he could kill people, and they don't take away his guns. Nobody thought to see if he has any guns and take them away from him. What kind of imbeciles are they? I, I hear you, but remember, you have folks that fight a, a very hard lobby for for him to be able to keep his weapons. I mean, you have people yeah. on each side of this issue, and I do not want this to become, Neil, a gun, uh, a gun control debate this morning, but you have people that fight very hard on either side of the issue, and so we can't Monday morning quarterback it. I agree with you. Common sense should prevail. But oftentimes, common sense does not. No, you're right. Um, it doesn't. And as for the migrants, I don't know where the mayor came up with this idea to send them one way anywhere in the world. As far as I know, and I'm certainly no expert, but I don't think you could get into another country without a passport. And they're not giving these people passports. It's a federal thing. What I think should be done is put them on a bus and send them to D.C. Or tell them, listen, you're not going to be in hotels. You're going to be sleeping in Central Park. In a tent, there's not going to be any heat. You're going to be on a cot, and it's going to be freezing over the wintertime. But that'll be your choice. You want to get on a nice bus and go to D.C.? Let them take care of you. But, but Neil, it, it's, not, it's not just internationally, though. They, they can go anywhere in the U.S. My thing is this. The local elected officials should be looking out for the interests of the local people and the tri-state area. Let them go somewhere else, the migrants, and let them be somebody else's problem. That's well, my I, I agree. I agree. But international travel, it's not going to happen. No country is going to take people in without a passport. I think you know that as well as I do. Right. But, 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 but the, the U.S. is very big. Let them get on a plane and go somewhere else in the United States. Oh, anywhere else but here. Of course, the U.S. is one thing, but the mayor said anywhere in the world, and, and that, that can't happen. Right. That's, okay. All right. Neil, thank you so much for night. the call. You do the same. Thank you very much, and a great weekend. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Will on Long Island. Good morning, Will. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Why would they want to go somewhere else when New York is going to pay for their dry cleaning on top of everything else? You I, see, I, I Governor can't, Abbott is— can't believe it, Will. Go ahead. Well, Governor Abbott's my hero, actually, because Governor Abbott has brought to the forefront of the whole country the problem with the Democrats. See, the Democrats will virtue signal from New York with Cuomo when he was there and Governor Hochul. We're open and de Blasio, the bozo. We're open for them. We love the immigrant. Please come to New York. We're a sanctuary city. And then you know what? He's like, these people are crossing my border and destroying El Paso and these other parts of my state. So you could virtue signal from 2,000 miles away. Well, guess what? Now I'm going to put them on your doorstep. And over there in Boston and Matt's Vineyard, not in my backyard, Matt's Vineyard. All the left-wing liberals over there brought him in, took a photo op, and threw him right out. <clears throat> it's, He's it's, my it, hero. It, so is DeSantis. 
flood this city. Make sure that we see how bad they have it over there. Maybe we'll start changing our votes, too. Thanks, Dominic. Thank you. Thank you, Will. I, I know this sounds uh, cruel, folks, but the mayor's threatening that uh, the city can't deal with it anymore. Pretty soon you're going to see them on the streets. So be it. So be it. Maybe that will be the deterrent that they need to stop coming. City officials, all of you rocket scientists making 175000 a year and up, deputy mayors and up, chauffeur-driven cars and on and on and on and all these nice meals and perks and health care and everything. Nobody stood up in the room and said, I get it. Folks don't want to lose their job. But nobody stood up in the room and said, Mr. Mayor, this is a bad idea. If you, I understand that politically you got to play to the left, but if you welcome them here, it's a floodgate that will stay open and will never close. So maybe if they see that the city of New York is not paying for their dry cleaning, are you kidding me? So, so you already see them, some of the migrants, some, 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 with their brand new Air Jordan sneakers on. Those are not cheap. You see them with their press clothing on now. Now maybe we know why the clothing is pressed. We see them with their designing clo- designer clothing on. And the city of New York, why would you pay for their dry cleaning? Why would you do that? That's taking bleeding heart liberal to a level that no one can explain. And it's a bloated contract. 1.1 million to clean the clothes of migrants? Let's go to Tom in Westchester. Good morning, Tom. What's on your mind? Yeah, all progressives should be banned from running in politics. Because they they run on an not just uh, they don't run on a constitution, they run on an ideological belief, they run on Marxism and Marxism. Sure, I mean it's it's just Marxism does not belong in the in the republic in a, a you know with a democracy. Adams doing this, and now you know I, you're being too nice on Adams, like he's Pontius Pilate now, wash his hands of the whole thing. If they never had a sanctuary city in the first place, none of this would ever happen. If 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 he wouldn't if he shut his mouth like a year ago and started inviting them all, all are welcome here. We are we are you know we don't we don't uh, discriminate. This, this has nothing to do with discrimination. This has to do with people breaking the law. And if he if he he did that in the first place, so I'm not about to give this man a pass. And the fact is, somewhere wherever you send them, the, the American taxpayer is still going to foot the bill. Well, you, you you know what, Tom? You, you're correct. The American taxpayer is on the hook for the bill. But give us a little breathing room. Let somebody else deal with it for for a while. Oh, oh, we're we're so, yeah, no, uh, not you going know anywhere. anywhere, anywhere, Wyoming, they ain't going there. Uh, Massachusetts. They're, uh, they're not going. They're not uh, leaving. Name a place. Name leave. a place. I mean, I get it. They're New not going to leave. York, they're not going to leave. New York, right? That they're rap not song. Leave. Big city in dreams. 
but, but, but the song also says, you're right, but the song also says everything in New York ain't always what it seems. That's the rap song, right? Yeah, well, and so they're, that, they're that's willing. what they need to get, these migrants. <laughs> they need to get some tough love. They Okay, let me let me rephrase this. They need to deal with some of the things that, thank you for the call, Tom. These migrants need to deal with some of the things that the rest of us have to deal with. I would like a free cell phone. I, I would like someone to uh, pay for my uh, dry cleaning. And then I wouldn't have to spray for breeze on my suit so I can get use out of them uh, two or three times before putting them back in the cleaners again at a cost of 13 to $15 per suit. A cost of what two fifty three dollars per dress shirt every week, and you're paying for their dry cleaning. So what responsibility do they have? Free, free, free! New Weather York, New Weather York. I'm going to New York. I'm going to live the good life. I don't have to pay for anything. Dry cleaning. Gary, New Hampshire. Good morning, Gary. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, I'll make it fast. I love the fact that you uh, do Fast and Furious, taking phone calls like crazy. I don't know if I've done this phone call with you before, but if you look up on your laptop, uh, Methuen, Massachusetts, the Days Inn Hotel, Methuen, Massachusetts, they have lots of migrant families there. But in the past year, a year alone, they've had over 400 police calls from assault to animal cruelty to uh, 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 lots of different things, right? And what I'm just trying to say is we're just a local uh, community. Well, even though I'm in Woburn, Massachusetts, I mean, 400 police calls, and they got to still police the community, and it's out of control. That's all i got to say, and thank you. And you're, you're, you're right, Gary. You're right. It's out of control. And the police are already doing the best that they can do. And as Gary just said, 400 calls added to their regular duties, added to their regular duties. And by the way, folks, uh, mentioning police, we were going to focus on the uh, Back to Blue campaign, uh, the, the very highly successful campaign of our station owners, Margot Katsimatidis, John Katsimatidis. But given the situation in Maine, given the situation with uh, the U.S. launching strikes on Iranian-linked targets in Syria in retaliation for drone attacks on U.S. military bases, uh, given uh, Maine and, 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 and the city paying for dry cleaning of, uh, of migrants and offering airline tickets for them to leave, good riddance. Bye bye. Go anywhere. So we're we're instead going to do that on Sunday. Focus on on uh, on back to blue. I want you folks to listen to this. This woman, I'm going to uh, I'm going to play her remarks on Sunday. This was planned for last night, but it didn't happen because of breaking news. We wanted to do it tonight, but again, breaking news. And so we'll definitely do it on Sunday. Her name is Eve Hendricks, and she lost her son. We hear a lot about gun violence. She lost her son, her her young son, a basketball player, struck by a stray bullet. Of course, this happened uh, three years ago. The individual accused of doing it is in jail, but he knows how to play the game, the court system game. The, the trial is still ongoing. And um, we will talk to uh, law enforcement officials, but we'll also 
on Sunday, Sunday evening at 11 p.m., you will hear the comments of Eve Hendricks, a mother in pain after losing her son to gun violence. It's like nobody cares, but I know who cares. The officers, the police officers, I know they care because they're always there for me. They're always there for other families. When I go to court, they're there. They ask, how are you doing? They do not leave you. But yet they are the one that we want to defund. Someone once said, if someone is breaking in your house, who would you call? A crackhead? I don't think so. So thank you. I really appreciate you. Because I know if on that day, June 29, 2020, an officer was in the field, my son may be alive. Everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. Bye-bye. Good riddance. I hope you enjoy the flight. The city of New York offering migrants one-way flights to leave New York City. See ya. I hope you enjoyed the, um, the uh, what's the best way to say this? I hope you enjoyed... Uh, abusing us taxpayers and getting over. Okay. I'll be blunt and stated in language that we can all understand. I hope you enjoyed the cell phone. I'm sure they'll let you keep the cell phone. I, I hope you enjoyed the hotel, the meals cooked, uh, 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 what culturally appropriate. I think that's the, uh, the term that they use. Let one of us, let an American go, uh, go to a shelter and say, oh, no, 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 I, I don't like that. I only eat burgers this way. You might get arrested. You certainly didn't get thrown out the shelter. So I'm looking at Twitter before we go back to uh, to, your, to your telephone calls. So Sharon, Sharon says, uh, ridiculous. I'm sitting here listening to WABC with your show coming up, and I started singing, it's Dominic Carter. Oh, look at that. I guess I'm hooked. Sharon, thank you. We hope that you're hooked. And then it's amazing, folks, because um, I'm looking at Copo Lopio. I think I pronounced that right. And and this individual says, why should New York City fly illegal aliens out? You missed the point that Adams invited them in. No, I didn't miss anything. If you listen to this show, I'm the one that started the railing against Mayor Eric Adams that he was the one that opened the floodgate. It's just that I can't repeat the same talking points every single night. Now, maybe you didn't catch it before, but believe me, I've been on his backside about the fact that he opened the floodgate for these migrants to come in. This is just the first time maybe that you're hearing me, but I didn't miss the point at all. I've been leading the effort in terms of Mayor Adams uh, created this mess that we are in. You can reach me at Twitter, 
Dominic TV. You can also follow me there. Let's continue with your telephone calls. Let's go to Dennis in New Jersey. Good morning, Dennis. What's on your Good mind? Good evening, Dominic. Dominic, 75% of the Jewish people voted for Biden. 90% of the black people voted for Biden. Am I wrong to think that if and when we get into World War III, which is a real good possibility, the blood is on their hands? Do you agree with that? No, I don't. I don't. I think, I, to be honest with you, Dennis, I think that people are entitled to vote for whoever they want to. You may not like it. I may not like it. But why Why should you, me, or anybody else get to dictate who they vote for? They- well, the point I'm making is this, Dominic. We have a war right now going on in the Mideast, and that war involves Jewish people. And now they're the ones, as I said, they knew what this guy was. When we talk about hate, Dominic, 75 percent of them voted for Biden. Okay, I heard. I, wait, wait, Dennis. Dennis, 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 Dennis. I heard you say that, and you're right. They hated Trump's guts, right? Right. But they shot that, okay, this country okay, in the foot. But wait, Dennis. They don't. So you're telling me they don't have a right, no matter how bad a decision it may be, they don't have a right to vote who they want to vote for. They don't have that. They don't have that right. They, they absolutely have a right. But if you want to be a decent American, care about your country. But who you gets to make that decision? Somebody. Who gets to make that? See, that's the problem, Dennis. I happen to agree with you on the merits. But who gets to make that decision? Who gets it? You get to make it. I get to make it. No. Well, well it's an individual. The, it's an individual decision. Yeah. Well, on that basis, Dominic, if we go on that basis, all of these people who are out on the street screaming about uh, killing Jews and uh, bombing, uh, bombing Israel, they have a right. So, I mean, everybody has of a right. Of course they have it. a right. That guy had a right uh, to wait, shoot wait, people wait, up wait, in Maine, oh, I guess. No, 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 he didn't. No, he didn't. Of Dennis, he didn't. Dennis, Dennis, the, the people that are out there protesting against Israel, of course they have a right to do it. Now, they are making complete damn fools of themselves. They are looking like idiots. They are looking like anti-Semites. They are looking in the worst possible way that one can look. But they have every right to be out there. In some cases, I think they should be fired from their jobs. But does that mean they don't have a right to do it? Of course they do. Why wouldn't they? Well, they had, they had, certainly, they, I'm not saying that they don't have a right, but they don't have a right to be stupid if they love this country. But who gets, turn wait, around, wait, 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 Dennis, who gets to determine what stupid is? You, me, who you, gets to determine? That's make, right, you, no, me, anybody, but somebody anybody else. with half a brain but gets somebody, to determine. Okay, but, but who determines who has half a brain? Who makes that decision? Well, if we go on that basis, we just allow people... To, to, to get a free ride. In other words, these people made decisions that, as a result, are going to send your children and my children into World War III, and we're just supposed to sit back and say, hey, it's all right that you voted. No, that way. You have a no, right. No, Use your do. head, folks. Wait, Use Dennis, your head. Dennis, they have a right. Whether we like it or not, they have a right. And, and, and you said you're right. It could send our kids into war. But that's why more people that see the world like you and perhaps I do need to make sure we turn out and vote. You can't say, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's a dangerous slope when you say you're stupid and it's because of you and the way that you voted that we're in this situation. You, you can't. It, it's, I, 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 I don't agree with that. I know some people do. I just don't, Dennis. But thank you so much for the uh, call. Dennis from New Jersey, I really do appreciate it. Let's go to Pennsylvania. Let's say good morning to Dave. Good morning, Dave. What's on your mind? 
You want to Hi, David. Thanks for taking my call. I was just wanted to make a comment and ask you a question. One, regarding those uh, students that you refer to as pro-Palestinian supporters, I think that's too dignified of a term. I think we should be referred to as anti-Semitic Hamas supporters. Reason being partly because it's putting the blame on the Palestinians as being instigators that in the dis, in the disruption or the uh, violence in the Middle East. Um, anyway, that's just one comment. The other thing is, I, I'm, I'm curious. You know, when there's you see somebody a physically ill person on the street, we take society takes action, give them treatment. But when we see a mentally ill someone with schizophrenia, fluid psychosis, that's we don't we don't we just let them languish. It's almost like we, we're starting to, uh, it's like disease discrimination in our society, it seems to me. I, I, you know, um, because I know a lot of these mentally ill people cause violence, but not all of them are creating violence, but they are, a lot of them are suffering. And, and it seems to be in the main way we just allow this to continue to happen. Well, I, I hear you, Dave. Uh, I, I felt, I felt, I felt uh, bad the other night. So... Uh, there, there was clearly a, a mentally ill man uh, near near the station uh, headquarters, and I'm walking in, and um, the the man was muttering to himself, and he had on no shirt, his jeans were hanging down halfway, and he bent over, and I didn't know what he was doing, so I'm I'm always on um. I'm always on uh, extra guard when I'm walking in and out of the station. You never know what people. I I remember uh, going back many, many years to the reporter. I grew up on this tradition, the reporter on Channel 5 that was blind. And uh, someone, I I believe it was a mobster, threw acid in his face. So I, I get nervous when people get too close to me. I just, I'm just telling you how I feel, Dave. And so the reason why I felt bad with this man, I mean, clearly this man needed to be taken to the nearest uh, mental health facility immediately. The reason why I felt bad is because I, I really do feel, you know, that that could happen to any of us. But I, I, I was like, I'm not going to say how I felt, but I think it's starting to come across. But I was like, Please don't get close to me because I didn't know if the man had lice. I didn't know what. And I, and I, you know, I'm walking around him and, you know, but it's a situation. It's not humane to leave these people on the street. And now we got the situation in Maine, right? I'm going to let you finish Dave. We got, and then I'm going to Linda in Long Island. We got the situation in Maine. And every time after the fact, we hear mental health problem, uh, uh, red alarms going off, the system failed, but yet we have all the money in the world when it comes to migrants, all the, to even pay for their dry cleaning. Dave, go ahead with your final comment before I move on, please. No, I, no well, you, that's the absurdity right there. I'm just saying, you know, I, it's understandable why you feel. I would feel the same way if I ran into that. But and it's not up to a citizen to try to fix and cure somebody who's seen like that. But there could be there could be some type of intervention from our the town of the society to intervene and and triage them case manage them into you know appropriate mental uh, health care. Right. Um, that's all I wanted to finish up. But thank um, you. But I appreciate thank, it. thank you, Dave in Pennsylvania this morning. Linda, Long Island. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Good morning, Dom. I want to answer that question. That you be, be- comments that that man was just making 
he's blaming people, different people. Every single thing has that I I went back to every single thing that's happening, all the stupid things that we're going through and getting to maybe the big war. Every single thing goes back to the lowest common denominator, the lowest thing I've ever. Oh God! It was, this all goes back to Hillary Clinton. We never would have had Biden. She started. She paid for that phony thing, and Trump made the biggest mistake. We would never be in this position with all this. Trump would never have let all this happen. We wouldn't be fighting now. Trump was in office. I, I don't love Trump, personal, you know, his personality, but he was good, and we would never have going. We're going to be in war. We're now in war with this one and this country and this one. I mean, whoever heard of that all these years? We weren't fighting anybody. We weren't talking about the Third World War. If Trump was there, we never would have had that. This is all because of Hillary Clinton lying, paying for that phony thing because she's a low life phony, and she, you know, and and she blamed, she went around blaming everybody. Now we have the Democrats and Republicans both are good people but naive. They didn't know what was. How would any any of us know what was going on behind the scenes? Nobody knew, and they were talking about it now. Also, they have going back all the. The cover-up by the FBI. Now they have been coming out with all, or going all, you know, all the way back to the beginning that started all this. And now we're talking about wars, right? We haven't talked about wars for I, years, I, right? I, I, I hear you, Linda, and and I, I I can hear your pain and I hear your passion. But this goes way back before Hillary Clinton. The part, the partisan politics. It it may have it may have. Um, reached a high point uh, uh, around her tenure, if you will, Secretary of State, but it goes way back to partisan politics. Thank you, Linda, for the wonderful call. I've got to take a break. Dominic Carter here with you when we come back to Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls. Frank Morano standing by at the top of the hour at 1 a.m. And again, for you folks that may be just joining us, the U.S. has launched strikes on Iranian Link targets in Syria in retaliation for drone attacks on U.S. military bases. And uh, this comes the U.S. military action amid rising tensions in the region over the conflict of Israel. If you folks get a chance, go to the WABC website, go to podcast, go down to uh, Dominic Carter City Hall. My newest one is posted it is on Israel, how Israel is it was attacked. No matter how you slice this, no matter how you try to dis- dissect this, Israel is the victim. Take a look, take a listen, folks, at my podcast, Dominic Carter, City Hall. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And the urgent manhunt continues for the suspected main shooter. Police, a short time ago, a few hours ago, surrounded the house of the uh, shooter, Richard Card, but no arrest was made. Uh, We're told by people that know him very well that he is capable of hiding for a very long time. This, according to a neighbor who's known his family for decades among the deceased of the 18 thus far, a bowling alley 
manager, a father, and a 14-year-old son. Again, at least 18 people killed, a number of others are wounded. The shooting occurred at a bowling alley in a local bar and restaurant, and uh, the the family of the man, uh, Mr. Card, he's a firearms instructor, longtime member of the Army Reserve, began to apparently hear voices that were saying horrible things about him a couple of months ago when he was fitted for a high-powered hearing aid. That's according to his uh, sister-in-law. And so he was uh, picking up voices that were that were never really the comments were never really made, but or or, or you know they weren't there. They were in in his mind, and apparently Mr. Cart was humiliated by the things that he thought was being said. And uh, family members and uh, army buddies are describing him as a trained marksman and skilled outdoorsman, which uh, he could have fled into the woods, and that makes the hunt for him like a spiderweb. We don't know at this hour if he killed himself. We don't know if he'll be arrested overnight. It's an ongoing situation. Let's go to Susan in Brooklyn. Good morning, Susan. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Okay, so Dominic, I have two questions. Has Mayor Adams denounced um, having the border wide open and uh, appealed to um, his Democratic um, president? Or oh, and number two, um, well, wait, wait, uh, Susan, let's deal with it one at a time, okay? And I'll let you go to your second question. So, one, okay. one, he has denounced it. Uh, he has denounced Biden for the open border. And uh, if you will, he's been smacked on the hand. Uh, the, the relationship between him and Biden now is uh, flawed, uh, frosty. And uh, the bottom line is this, Susan, I know we all want Adams to call out Biden for the border. But the fact of the matter is, I'm just trying to give you the other side for any, mm. any official within their own party to do that. It amounts to career suicide. You're done. And so remember how this started out. Adams was pouting his chest. He's the Biden of Brooklyn. That's no more. So let's go on to your second question. And has he, and it seems to me that this whole concept that that they just self-appointed New York City a sanctuary city, is this illegal or mandatory? Has he reversed? Has he not he's taking no accountability in my mind this disaster is in his 100% uh uh accountability i i hear you uh mayor adams is um in court currently with the legal aid society um, I believe it's a legal aid society, and they're trying to work something out. Governor Hoku and the mayor are aligned now. Uh, Governor Hoku was the first one to say, no, you know, this sanctuary stuff, the city doesn't apply uh, to the to the city of New York. And now Mayor Adams is stating the same as well. But uh, but again, Susan, and I thank you for the call. Uh, the, the, in my opinion, the mayor, I understand the left would not have been happy. I get it. 
I get it. I get it. I get it. I understand that he would have taken a tremendous hit in the polls, but he should have turned those buses around. He should have said, day one, you're not welcomed here. The left would have almost shut down the city. It may have cost him his career, but that's what he should have did. Let's go to David in Ohio. Good morning, David. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Okay, you give them, uh, those migrants that are coming into New York City, you give them a sharp stick five foot long with a sharp point, a burlap sap. You've got a problem with rats. You tell them, go out, kill every rat you can find, put it in a freaking sack, then you come back with a full sack. We'll give you a coupon so you can go to a local restaurant and buy some food. We'll give you, we'll, we'll set up some kind of tent area in one of your, torn down sections of town. And then you take videos of that and you send that to their home countries where they're from. Say, this is what awaits you when you come to New York City. You're going to kill rats all day long. Hey, David, 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 I, David, I, I hear you, right? I hear you. I really do. But, but sometimes we have to be realistic. So, so if Adams did that, he could have kissed term number two goodbye. I mean, do, do you want, because the left would have, first of all, they would have ran in the federal court. It would have been blocked immediately. That's number one. Number two, it would have cost him his, his reelection. Do you understand that or no? Yes, I understand that. I understand that it also violates the uh, Eighth Amendment of the Bill of Rights, a cruel and unusual punishment. But you give them a stick, you give them a burlesque sack, you tell them to go out and kill all those rats if they want to feed their family. Maybe they won't come here. Hmm. I I hear you on that, but I guess I'm stuck on the point, David, of, um, you know, that's not going to stop the rats from uh, reproducing. But but I hear you. I Wait hear a you. minute. You've got a, thousand, you've got a thousand migrants out there with a yellow vest on that says Rat Patrol. they got a five-foot stick with a with a sharp point on it, they got a burlap sack, and they got a couple of hungry kids sitting in some camp off to the side somewhere, and you tell them, get your butt out there and go kill rats and put them in this sack and bring them back, and then we'll give you a coupon so you can go to a local restaurant and get food for your family. Okay, so David, what happens, David, what happens when a rat bites one of the migrants and they're going to sue for $70 million? What happens then? We, you pray to God that it's a Republican judge. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, but even if even if it's a Republican judge, uh, let, let, let's say that that the migrant loses, they're going to appeal, and eventually they're going to get a Democratic judge. And then well, what? You you put some antibiotic on his foot that got bitten, and you wrap it up and say, "Get out there and kill some more rats, or you're not going to get coupons for food." It's a dog-eat-dog world. That's how you handle this immigration problem, is you send back a video to their home countries. You know, you got to pay for money for that. And tell them, this is what awaits you when you come to New York City. You're going to be on a rat patrol to feed your freaking family. Now, maybe you want to stay in your home country and find a job there. You know, working as a mechanic or street sweeping the streets or doing whatever. It's a dog eat dog world. 
You want to solve the problem, you've got to be vicious like that. Yes, there is a problem with the Eighth Amendment. Sorry. But they're not American citizens. They're not entitled to the protection of the Bill of Rights. Damn it. Right. Okay. Well, David, thank you. An interesting uh, proposal there. David says, uh, let the migrants uh, with a stick go kill rats. To uh, I, I mean, obviously, it's a ridiculous proposal, but I, but I, but I see his point, though. I, I, I see, I see his point. Of there are no free rides. There are no free rides for Americans. So why are there free rides for migrants? I'm joined now by Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello there, Dominic. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. So yesterday, you and I each were on about, what, three hours sleep uh, maximum? If that, if, if that, if that yeah. much. Did you get some rest? I did. I, I got. Uh, I woke up uh, yesterday afternoon, and uh, I think I got about six and a half, seven hours of sleep. Felt like a new man. New man. New man. New man. So... I'm 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 up because you kept me up halfway through the night. Excellent. Unfortunately, wonderful. And I got a little worried because you and I both know how tired we were exactly, last night. Right. But you said on the air that you were not prepared at all, yes. and that's not Frank Morano. Very uncharacteristic. Frank Morano prepares for everything. You also said that you were liable to say anything. That's right. And that's I like right. the, I like the little gay thing that you you know. That's little, right. If people don't know what Dominic's talking about, they should go back and listen to the podcast at wabcradio.com. I listed everyone. Um, who is not publicly known as being gay, and I listed all their names. And I, we are on a little bit of a delay, so I don't know if they bleeped some of it out, but uh, we named everyone that I have a list of that's actually secretly gay. So what do you have coming up? All right, we got to ask Frank anything in the first hour. That's going to be fun. Uh, there's no telling what questions may come my way. And then uh, we're going to take a break from all this death and destruction that we're seeing in seemingly six out of the seven continents. With This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious? metals dealer. It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 